And Jimmy, tell them about, you know, how, you know, because your sensei took you to national championships in uh, martial arts. What was the drive there for your excellence that, that, that now you not only practice it, you teach Bushido, but you also, you live that, that warrior spirit to teach the inner calm that it takes to, to not go to violence, to not go to anger, to not go past the serenity that is inside you. And why is that so important for so many women and men in our cultures to learn that, that warrior spirit? You know, it's, um, you know, it's like I said before, hurt people hurt people. And I'm not a violent person, and I never wanted to, because I've been around violence for so long that, you know, even in competition, um, you know, it, it's, it's great to be a national champion and a state champion. Uh, people look at that and go, oh, wow, you know, you must fight all the time. Like, no, I fight more mentally and emotionally and spiritually than I do physically. And, uh, and so I, I wanted to be the best I could be. That was one of the drives. I wanted to be the best. I wanted to stand out, right? Because I wanted to be an example to anyone else that I came across, any of my students that I was teaching, so that they'd have someone to look up to. Because again, remember, other than my, before my instructor, I had no one to look up to. And, and I really believe, especially in a kid's life, it's important for them to have some kind of mentor in their life, someone that they can look up to, someone that, you know, takes them by a hand and stands up with them and beside them. And, um, and with all the things that's going on now, as I said before, with all the COVID and all the, uh, the increase of violence, as a matter of fact, uh, I was talking with a friend the other day. Actually, I went, I had to go over a friend's house to take her out of her house because her boyfriend had got drunk and was beaten up on her. And this happened for like three, four days. I was going over there, taking her out, and then I finally had to call the cops. And, and it just reminded me of, of the, you know, he was going through a lot. He was going through a lot of hurt, a lot of pain because his mom had just died and everything. And not that that's an excuse, but, you know, when people are in that state, right. you know, all, all they can do is just lash out at other people. And so right. my goal was always to be, a, like a beacon of hope, a light for other people, you know, so that they can look at me and I go, oh, wow, look at this guy, because, you know, I still have my challenges. It doesn't look like it, but I still have my challenges and things that I go through, <laughs> I go through in life and stuff. But uh, I just wanted to be someone that, uh, and the drive that really drove me, I wanted to be someone where someone would look at me and go, if this guy can do it, then I can do it, right? Uh, uh, about that moment when we were down south in <laughs> when you almost got me in a fight yes and, and, <laughs> yeah let's hear that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so we, yeah so so we were uh uh no was it down south, where we were down south i think it was and it was it was this group of guys driving by in a car and they were they were gangbangers and we get out of the car, and these guys are giving us these really hard looks, right? And, and I'm, I'm used to seeing that, right? I grew up in that environment. I don't think Mike was used to seeing that. And so <laughs> they, they, they look at Mike. Nice and Marin, Jimmy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they look at Mike, and they say something, right? And I'm on the passenger side, so I can hear it, too. So I get out of the car. And so they make a U-turn, they drive back around. And Mike is getting ready to say something. And I look at him and go, Mike, no, 
He goes, why? I said, because I'm the one that's going to be doing all the fighting. Right? <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> we, we have many stories like that. Um, <laughs> there, there was, there was, <laughs> yeah, but in all fairness, you could have used Mike as a human shield. Don Johnson did it on that episode of Nash Bridges. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Um, <laughs> There was, one time, there was one time we were in, um, you know, I'm, I'm working actually on a couple of books, and one is called Road Trips with Fritch, and we were in Marin, and we got lost, and Mike went to series, and, and uh, he felt we were getting wrong directions, this thing is stupid, and series actually said, that wasn't very nice, <laughs> and I looked at him and go, did you do that, or did it do that? He goes, I had nothing to do with that. I'm like, you didn't need to stop talking then. <laughs> because it took us all around and we were like maybe a half hour away from where we were supposed to be at and it took us everywhere else than where we were supposed it to be us, it gave us really bad directions for a, a, like 30 minutes yes Gary was angry it was hurt it was crushed it directed it missed you. and I kept saying is this thing like is this it's going take a left here and I'm going this is giving bad directions and he and I start laughing I go we're gonna be I, late I felt like we were circling the drain yeah <laughs> in Marin oh, yeah. <laughs> not Marin <laughs> County yeah um, in Marin County we've had a recent dra uh, rash of drive-by slappings <laughs> <laughs> we had somebody have their cornea scratched from a cashmere sweater <laughs> it was it was brutal. It's tough over Many there. Police officers in Ross don't have guns; they have broken Perrier bottles. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us in the barracks. To learn more about our hosts, guests, and how to support Vets Mobile Dental Unit, visit www.inthebarracks. Dot org.